You're listening to The Organized Thinker, and I'm your host, Leslie Geller, founder of Geller Coaching, a business and life coach, author, blogger, and motivational speaker. I've created this podcast for professionals that know what to do, but wish they were doing it in a more productive and meaningful way. Episode number two, motherhood, magic without the formula. I'm in awe of motherhood to this day, and I'm unclear if there's such a thing as magic formula. Lately, I've been thinking that the only real magic is in the mysterious and amazing gift of creating another human being, a unique being unlike anyone else, and then having the opportunity to be mama. So with just three months until my oldest son and first human in my life to grant me that important title, he says, I do. The one who forced me to see life from a different vantage point every step of the way, never allowing me to be too still on any one topic or feeling, always questioning that of which I believed, teaching me to cock my head slightly to the side each day to see if another perspective is possible. I'm joyful humbled, and ever so slightly sad. Not because he has found the woman of his dreams. Maybe just because it signifies the end of an era of motherhood. I mean, I'll always be his mother for sure. It just shifts accordingly as I slide over on the bench, the home team bench as we call it, quietly making room for my new daughter. An amazing woman who I've come to love as well. And so, with all the feelings I'm having, I'm taking this time to contemplate motherhood as it was and as it stands so far. I'm overwhelmed, really, by the years of moments in awe of who he is, who he's becoming, how much joy his life brings to me as my firstborn child, and all the stuff in the middle, decorated with confusion, worry, some panic, pain, some laughter, exhaustion, unknown, so much unknown. But did I mention joy? He may have been my first, and I may have been ill-prepared, but still, I was filled with just enough love to get me through, to get us through. When I look at this picture of the first time I held him in my arms, my body aches. I can see the twisted emotions of joy and fear all blended together as he looked deeply into my soul. I had waited my whole life to have this moment in time, years of babysitting, playing school with the children I cared for, playing mommy for a few hours a week while parents went to have their grown-up time. It was all just a pastime. Yet looking at this tiny and perfect face, I wondered if I was ready for the task at hand. What did I possibly know about having a child of my own? Surely I read all the books, the magic formulas, how to bathe, feed, dress, let's not forget the best sleep methods. I read about nightly wake-ups, the terrible twos. What did I really know? And how could these words on a page prepare me for what I needed when they didn't know me, when they hadn't ever met this precious baby? Was it really a magic formula that one person no doubt tried and tested that was going to work for the masses? Was the advice about food and sleep all we needed? Was that actually the secret sauce to a life filled with like real happiness? I had trouble believing that when, in fact, nothing fit the textbook about the way my baby arrived. He came into this world later than we anticipated. In fact, 
I would say he was pushed, <laughs> maybe earlier than he would have liked. Two weeks after the expected due date, and he still wasn't coming. But with a little injected medicine and a full day of labor pains, there he was. Eight pounds of perfectness, full head of hair, and piercing blue eyes that seemed to connect to my inner being. A connection to a side of me I didn't know yet. And while I tried my best to believe what people had to say about how to do this thing called motherhood, those eyes told another story. I carried him incessantly in this sling that made me feel like a kangaroo and him feel like he was back in the womb. It was the one time I knew for sure he wouldn't cry and that felt like a good solution. I carried him when I folded laundry, vacuumed, walked, talked on the phone, I sang to him, and I carried him some more. He'll be spoiled, they said. I rocked him to sleep every night, singing Sweet Baby James, and gently put him in his crib. I stared at his beautiful face in wonderment, not distracted by my phone or the TV. I just rocked him, thinking how lucky I was and how much he needed sleep. I would then put him in the crib gently, doing my best not to wake him. He will never know how to self-soothe, they said. I woke when he did feeding until he didn't want any more and was falling back asleep. I woke again and again on demand until he seemed able to drink enough to make it through the night. He'll never be able to sleep through the night, they said. By eight weeks, he was sleeping peacefully until 5.30 a.m., and we officially called it morning. I stopped reading about what I should do and instead listened intently for tired and hungry cues and responded the best I could. But now... Witnessing him as a 28-year-old beautiful human, I feel relieved I listened to my instincts and his. He grew into this amazing person, caring about others, connecting to the humankind, always looking for good in people, always working to be the best version of himself. He got A's and B's in school, didn't cry over a few C's, and somehow understood that life was to be lived. He enjoyed learning music, playing sports, and was the one that supported me as he left the nest for Cornell. He then went on to work for Amazon, and Google, the New York Times, and he designed a life that gave him joy and balance. It was so similar to the life I had worked hard to have for myself. And then in the middle of COVID, he announced his engagement, and just a few short months after, he announced they had decided to come back to the town where he was raised and begin to plan his roots for what would be his new family. That's the circle of life, right? Except even better, because it would be a circle right near mine, and we could all continue to be connected. The same, but differently. I remain in awe of motherhood to this day, and am unclear if there is such a thing as a magic formula for babies. There is magic. That's the one thing I'm certain of. I'm just not sure about needing the formula part. Perhaps the only real magic is in the mysterious and amazing gift of creating another human being, a unique being unlike anyone else, and then having the opportunity to be the mama in only way you can be. Thanks so much for listening, and remember, if you change one thing, you can change everything. If you would like to hear more like this, follow this podcast to get alerts for new posts or check out my website at www.gellercoaching.com. Then feel free to sign up for a free consult with me personally 
or sign up for my self-paced online workshop. Have a great day. I hope to hear from you soon.